about the ultimate power in the universe. Hello there. We're here, we're back, and a welcome to Lightsaber Radio, your weekly hive of scum and villainy for anything and everything Star Wars. How is the crew doing this week? What's going on, everybody? Woo! We're back! Here we go, baby! So exciting! Oh my gosh! Another episode of Lightsaber Radio. Here we go. <laughs> Holy crap, Gary. Whoa. You gave me a heart attack. Man, I didn't know my headphones was up there. That, that's what my ear. <laughs> <laughs> RIP headphone users. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. It'll all be the same volume when I put it out. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? For our listeners, it is 2 o'clock in the morning, Greenwich Mean Time. I'm exhausted, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, this is CJ's fault, by the way. I blame. I blame CJ. (laughs) It's fine. No, actually, it's my fault because I'm leaving town. I'm not going to be here on Saturday, so we had to record on Friday night. So if anything happens between now and tomorrow morning, (laughs) we're sorry we couldn't tell y'all about it because we're doing the show a little bit early. (laughs) Before before we get into the meat of this week's show, I just wanted to give a super quick shout out to our social medias. Our posts on Instagram have been blowing up this week. I don't know what's happened. I don't know who's seeing it, but I love it. We are building such a fan base and such a community, and we really, really appreciate all of the comments all of the interaction we love it thank you so much i think we know what happened let's be honest i'm uh, just kidding i mean <laughs> you don't have to be that damn cocky <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just playing i have no idea no charlie's very good with social media so it's, it's Kyle, magic so. i love it well i think it's well, all because you're of your impossible quiz man your impossible quiz we've yeah, been sticking them out people are loving that that's a big one you know well that and you're killing it on i that. aim nobody to please world, nobody know nobody in the world knows the answers to these questions not <laughs> george lucas himself <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, imagine getting to quiz George Lucas and he'd be like, what? <laughs> god damn it, why would you even ask me this question? Like, I'm supposed see, to know the answer to this. I just wrote. All I see is that video when Seth Green's talking to him at Lucas Ranch and they pull up Mara Jade and he tells you to get the hell out. That's all I'm seeing right now is get out. Get out. And he kicks you. That's all I'm seeing. He would, he would ask me to leave the premises, I'll be honest. Yeah, because some of your questions is outrageous. I hope you take it a little bit easier on us today. But I have a question for y'all. Let me put, let me let me base it like this. A lot of people have been talking about the best Sith, the best Jedi, the best non-Force user in Star Wars. What is y'all's favorite? Are we talking about favorites or the best? Because those are, are two very different. Well, <laughs> that is true. Because so, Charlie's favorite is definitely not the best. Uh, oi, 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 oi. Barely, yes! barely started. Yes! <laughs> okay. Skywalker, so, my ass. You know, like, who would you say would be your favorite? Let's go off of your favorite. Since Garrison has so many thoughts and opinions, he can go first. All right. My favorite Jedi is who its whole thing is about, Anakin Skywalker. I mean, it's a hard one, but Anakin is my favorite. Um, you know, he's he's relatable for one. I think everybody, maybe not in the Killing Younglings part. I don't think many people have that urge. <laughs> maybe with you. Um, and if you do have that Are urge, you if, you, if you can relate parent? to that, please get help, okay? <laughs> 
Um, but other than that, I think everybody, you know, he kind of illustrates a lot of people. A lot of people, I feel like on a day to day basis, balance between the light side and the dark side. They have the pulls to both. I, you know, they they genuinely want to be good people. They de- genuinely want to do good things. Um, but then there's certain times where, you know, that temptation to maybe use the dark side a little bit um, takes over. So I think uh, the progression of Anakin, his fall of the dark side, and then his redemption is relatable to a lot of people that everybody can fall and slip up, but then they can have that redemption too. Um, plus, he's just, he's awesome. He's badass. Powerful. He's the chosen one. That was beautiful. That was poetic. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I treat Star Wars like maybe a lot of people treat their Bible, so maybe that's a bad thing. <laughs> you know, same. DJ, <laughs> who is your favorite Jedi? Favorite Jedi. And this is a difficult one for me because Ooh. I'm stuck between two. Okay. But if I had to, like, if you put me in a tight situation where I had to pick, it would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's, Hello there. that's a good selection. Obi-Wan, I think the first time I saw Ewan McGregor in episode one, I wanted to know more about it. And then you got more of him in episode two, more of him in episode three, and you got him in Clone War. And then you got the book. And I've been listening to the book. I just got it on Audible. And it's good just... Book. Very good book. And it, 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 it just, he watched his master die, the love of his life, and his best friend turn and lost yeah, everything he's friend. ever well, known. At least he thought he killed his best Well, yeah, but he lost everything. I don't appreciate being forced to tears. Well, and he just lost everything he knew. He, I, it's just, I've been down that similar road where I've lost people I've loved most related to having best friends turn on you. Just, he's me, my favorite Jedi, because I relate to him. That's a, good, that's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. Definitely. And it, if you, I don't know if anybody's seen it like but some of those edits on youtube where it shows like like different ways of showing like you're my brother anakin i loved you you know oh my gosh that hits so hard oh yeah that, that hits you right in the that feels is the, like i watched star wars forever and I, that is the only time i didn't cry when qui-gon died i was like oh that's that sucked but when obi-wan was crying he got when Obi-Wan was crying and when he made that statement, that was that was emotional. I I, I might have had one or two tears drop, maybe. maybe Dude, maybe. I think like, yeah, that that was that's a powerful scene. Not just for stars, but for like any movie. Like well, that's a powerful that, scene. You could put that scene in any movie in any different context, and it's still gonna be as gut-wrenching as it was in Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Everybody has had a best friend turn and on it, them, I, and it just it, it it sucks. It is just a monstrous Oh, it sucks big time. All right, Charlie, who you got? Oh, you already know. Garrison, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. You already know who it is. <laughs> Ray Palpatine. You better say Palpatine. It is, say Skywalker. It is, I'm done. It's Ray Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, 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 okay. Let me hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me explain myself. So I've been watching Star Wars since I was a kid and I grew up with Leia and Padme and I never felt that sort of connection to those characters. And then The Force Awakens came out and the minute I saw Rey, I knew that that was my Jedi. She was my Jedi, the one I could follow, the one I could look up to, the one that I related to the most. She has struggled. She has suffered trauma and loss and heartache and pain. And a large portion of her story is about the concept of found family, which is something that as a queer person, as someone who's bisexual, that's something that's really, really important to me. And Star Wars tells stories for so many of us. And Rey is just everything. She is, I love her so much, Rey. Always Ray. Well, with an honorable mention really, for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, and Star Wars is really good about that finding family aspect. It's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. it's amazing. They did it with A New Hope. They did it 
episode one, it makes you feel like, yeah, if you lose a family member to personal conflict, you're alone. People will find you next. You'll find another family. I have that. Like, I got that with you guys. So that's just amazing. It, it's, it's an amazing concept. We love you, right. too. <laughs> and I, I think me it, cry. And oh. I think it's cool, though, like how Sorry. like you can really identify with the character and like, you know what I mean? Feel like you almost have a relationship or like empathize with them. Yes, and absolutely. Like, I think everybody I, finds a character in one of the Star Wars movies or in Rebels or in um, the Clone Wars or in Resistance or anything. Everybody finds a character in Star Wars that they can relate. I think that's just something right. that Star Wars offers everybody. Absolutely. There is one thing that I have to say. I have to say this because it's something I have felt for years and years and years. <laughs> Has anybody ever got the sense that Leia is just a, a stuck-up bitch? <laughs> Do not come into this house and disrespect our queen like this. <laughs> She's just I mean, like on Solo kind of had a point. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> just like a rich Maybe in chick. the first film. Like, she she really True. is. Like, some of the things she says, like, how she was raised. Smack her. You gotta mm. think of how she, she was, was She's a princess. She, she is. She's, she was raised in royalty. She's a little spoiled. Well, yeah, but she was raised with everything fed <laughs> you in a silver spoon you're gonna be a little stuck up how did this like stuck up chick become the whole resistance like she was running the entire resistance like what like how did this happen like how are you the good guy like nepotism I, I just, nepotism i blame nepotism <laughs> <laughs> you gotta okay. think bill Ghana. he started I, I, it. I can kind of see it she's like she's like the ultimate like Aaron. she's Aaron <laughs> against the government <laughs> <laughs> this is against the galactic treaties and like you are making stuff against the republic like <laughs> Okay. I want to speak to the manager of the Death Star right now. <laughs> right now. These conditions are not good. Do you understand me? Kyle. I don't even have a pillow. <laughs> Kyle, who is Kyle, who is your favorite Jedi? Okay. So this is kind of tough for me because I have two people that I really like and I like them for the same reason because they both know how to use the light and dark side. Now one was accidental, but they have the ability to use both the light and the dark. So my favorite Jedi would have to be Revan, but Ray's coming in as a close second. And if you go into some of the further things after the movie, some of the writings that has been written about her, Ray can do so, and she can fly. That's pretty dope. She, she can do some pretty dope stuff. Now, if we're going on the legend side, if we're going on legend side, I would have to say it's either Jason or Jaina Solo. Jason, like, pretty much won the Yuzhong Vong War, which is super dope. And, I mean, he was dope. <laughs> the dude was the dude was awesome. And then Jaina killed him, so that made her even doper. Legends, Jason, Jason or Jaina, Cannon, Revan, or... Ray. That has to be my my traitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. <laughs> you were my brother, Kyle. <laughs> and Luke comes in as a close third because he could in Legends he could force project entire ships and stuff. So yo, and, and that's the, I think it's interesting how like where you are in life, like because when I was a kid, Luke or Yoda were my absolute all time favorites, <laughs> oh and God, it wasn't God. until it, it wasn't until I got like older. Now that I'm like in my twenties, that Anakin oh, became wow. my favorite. Oh, I was yes. obsessed with Yoda as a kid. I don't know why. I was just Bro, Yoda was my awesome favorite. <laughs> you know who's awesome? Me? You know who scared me when I was young? When I was younger, Yoda and Jabba the Hutt freaked me the hell out. Okay, like Yoda, to be fair though, <laughs> Yoda yeah, like a little that puppy Yoda in the original <laughs> movies puppy is Yoda. a little bit freaky. Okay. Curse. 
cursed. Once they CGI'd him, it was better. But the Papa Yoda was, he was a little bit weird looking. <laughs> I've told this on other podcasts, but I'm going to tell y'all, I don't know if y'all listen to it, but literally when I was like five or six, when uh, Return of the Jedi came out, we went to the movies to see it, and I got my ass whooped. We got in there, Jabba the Hutt came on, I started crying, freaking out. My mom had to take me out to see it. beat me. She beat the hell out of me. Because I was so scared of Jabba, like... It's a giant slug with little bitty third grader <laughs> arms. It, like never grew up. His arms didn't ever grow up. It just, he was just creepy. <laughs> it was creepy as hell. <laughs> I had nightmares about Jabba. <laughs> like I thought Jabba was gonna come out the closet and get me. Like he was just gonna slither out and just. Bro, and it only made it worse when he's like grabbing Leia and sticking his tongue out. Hell, that yeah. just made it way worse. <laughs> Okay, so who's your guys' favorite Sith? Oh, oh, can I go? Please, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. The one, the only, Darth Vader. Strongest, most powerful. The Right, so my thing with Vader is we are privileged enough to see his entire story arc throughout all of the films. We have six films basically dedicated to one character. It is this beautiful, moving, emotional powerful transformation into one of the most badass Sith ever. Ever. That scene in Rogue One, mind blown. We also it's got Vader. a little bit of always gonna be Vader. Force Awakening. You're literally using the same argument I made for Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> it's nice to agree with Charlie. And we Aww. disagree on Rey, but we oh, agree besties. on Darth Vader. Besties. <laughs> so Garrison, was... Vader's your favorite? Heck yeah, same as my Jedi. Vader's my favorite Sith. And he's always been my favorite Sith. He's awesome. <laughs> okay, CJ, what you got? Darth Maul, I think. Darth Maul. The- Darth Maul would have been my second choice, but I wanted <laughs> CJ to have it. I wanted him to have all the time in the world to tell us how much he loves Darth Maul. So, Go. The biggest thing epic. with Darth Maul was my older brother, Damien, dressed up as when we, I think I was like five. I thought it was the coolest thing and I idolized. I still do, but I idolized him because my brother idol. And then I got attached and then I started learning be honest, after episode one, I never thought we were going to get Darth Maul again. And when Dave and everybody at Lucas brought him back and gave him that beautiful story arc, just gave him the, the redemption that he deserved and brought one of my favorite voice actors to voice him, Mr. Sam Witwer. It was amazing. And the fact that he was in uh, he was in Rebels also and turned around and was in Solo. Holy crap. I lost my mind. I just, I I think his story is probably one of the best arc in Clone Wars other than obviously Ahsoka because she's honestly the main focal point. Maul is a great character. I think the reason I like Maul so much is because this dude got cut in half and it fell down a whole chamber <laughs> and somehow survived. <laughs> And then he also was a spider. And then he was a spider. Spite is everything. He was a spider, and then he got new legs, and then he just kept, he would not give up. That dude was, like, very dedicated to killing Obi-Wan Kenobi. He <laughs> Kenobi! He was it so was, dedicated. He, he didn't want to kill him. He wanted him to suffer the same way he did. Well, he made him suffer because he killed his girl, so. Oh, wait, I want to change my answer. Darth Jar Jar. I'm joking. No! I'm, I'm joking. And I'm back to disagreeing with Charlie. <laughs> right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, 
Mine is hard because I have two favorites. I'm sorry, I got two favorites in everything. Cheating. The Emperor Vicient is the dopest Sith ever. That dude could attack you with his mind and just make you go nuts. He killed a whole planet, just sucked the force out of a whole planet. He was the Emperor for like thousands and thousands of years. Well, he didn't even use a lightsaber, man. He just look at you and just could kill you. The dude was dope, but it's so hard because Bane, let me put it like this. Vicient technically is lit. It's not canon. Now, if we're going off of canon, Bane has to be my favorite Sith because Bane was dope. He had the Orbalus armor. Lightsabers couldn't cut through it. The dude could force shock you from everywhere. He could just draw force. He didn't even have to use his hands. He could just suck it out the sky on you like lightning. The dude was awesome. And he came up with the rule of two. And if it wasn't for the rule of two, Palpatine, none of them would ever even got close to controlling the Republic and, and creating an empire. It was all because of Darth Bane. So, Legends, I got Vicient and then Cannon, Bane. Definitely Bane. I do like Bane. Bane's, Bane's pretty sick. That's me! That's what I like! <laughs> Mic drop. Alright, so this is going to be a hard one right here. Non-force user. Because I know so many times in Star Wars, <laughs> we as Star Wars fans, we get wrapped up in the force. We get wrapped up in what the Jedi and the Sith can do that we sometimes forget about the little guy. But there are some powerful and there's some pretty awesome little guys that done some spectacular things in Star Wars. Who's your guys' favorite person that can't use the force? Garrison, do you want to go? I'm stuck between two people. So you guys go first and I'll, I'll circle oh. back around to me because I'm trying to decide between two. <laughs> Man, this was so hard for me. Yeah. Like, I have a BB-8 tattoo. So you'd think that like my most obvious answer would be our favorite little spherical droid. But I actually think I'm, I'm going to steal this out from under you guys. I think it's going to have to be Mando. Mando is a good choice. It really right, is. Right, well, you, now I know who my favorite is because you took one of them. So there you go. There's a doubt. <laughs> man, man. I don't know. I, I really didn't think that I could fall in love with a non-Force-using character so fast. And it's not just because I have a massive crush on Pedro Pascal. We're just going to leave that out. Um, <laughs> the character is incredible and just, oh. Don't get me started because I won't shut up. Garrison, who's your favorite? <laughs> Yeah, dude, thank you for saying Mando, because then I don't have to... But yeah, Mando's definitely tied for my favorite, but I guess if I'm not saying him, it'd probably be Han Solo. Just the original Han Solo. The original non-Force-using badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Han Solo, I think one of the reasons a lot of people would pick Han Solo is for the simple fact that Han Solo, without him, Star Wars would not have been what it is. Harrison Ford brought that comedic point. Even though he was serious, he still made it funny for some reason. He still made it you wanted to watch it. You wanted to see what crazy antic that he was going to try or do to see it. So I can see why somebody would pick Han Solo. What you got, CJ? Han Solo. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got two for Han Solo. Let's go. Han no, I, but I'm going to so, tell y'all this. Go ahead. Uh, growing up, other than, you know, Harrison Ford's acting is the way he as Han Solo. Different. The macho, masculine, my friends, it's me or the highway, it's me and Chewie, I don't care kind of attitude. I wanted to be like Cause I had a dog and I loved that her name was Casey and it was it was me and Casey no matter what I did I don't care me and Casey me and Casey are gonna go eat dinner me and Casey are gonna go play at the park 
thought that was a great thing. Watch Harrison Ford be like that with Chewie. I don't care about you guys. It, as long as Chewie's okay. Like the Force Awakens, prime example. <laughs> and earlier, and I hate to pull up earlier because I, I took my lunch and I was sitting there and a video popped up from this YouTube creator. I made a video called Chewie, we're home. And the beginning of it is from the Force Awakens when Chewie and Han split up and you watch Chewie watch Han get killed by Ben and Chewie freaks out. That to me, like I'm pretty sure that shook everybody in the just Chewie's reaction that like closeness, that brotherhood, the life debt, the when have I ever steered you wrong kind of attitude. Because if any of you guys have worked with me, I'm that I have that personality. Oh, when have I come on, when have I steered you wrong? I see thermos truck, bad habits. So it was just I think Han Solo, honestly, my number one. My close second is Boba Fett. See, y'all, y'all, y'all missing out on the point, and I'm gonna explain to you why. The best character that was not forced using character that had been there from the very beginning was there all the way to the very end. The one that brought so much comedic responses, even though he didn't talk, did so much crazy thing and was so powerful that made Han Solo Han Solo was Chewbacca. Chewbacca is the best character ever, and he didn't even talk. He just said and made a bunch of noises. That was pretty good. <laughs> made a bunch of noises. <laughs> and he made the things that Harrison Ford say funny. He made the things that Leia say funny. Get this big walking carpet out of my way. <laughs> he ripped people's arms off. Chewbacca is awesome. Like everything Chewbacca could do was awesome. He's like the dog that everybody wants that they can't get. He's like the perfect, the perfect dog because he'll come rip somebody's arm off for you or he'll just hold you when you're messed up and rub your head because you just came out of carbonite. Like, I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you. Chewbacca was the best character ever. And then a close second has got to be R2. R2 was just dope. He was in all the movies. And the they bleeped out every single everything. one of his cuss words because he was great. <laughs> well, and the, that R2 unit had witnessed everything and has done everything. The man, you could give him a million secrets. He would never snitch on you. He got your back. He gonna throw you your lightsaber. That's just because they you, kept wiping his it. mind. You know, oh, they kept wiping his bull crap. There's a, there's a backup unit. He's got it all. Come on. So originally, um, R2-D2 was meant to speak like the same way that C-3PO speaks. Um, however, his lines were considerably more crass, rude, and hard particularly towards C-3PO <laughs> and it was cut and changed to beeps to be less kind of just offensive because some of it was quite harsh and quite mean there was a meme on Instagram that I seen one time that said uh R2-D2's profanity was so bad that they had to bleep out all of his words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. He's like, rude. The he rude little rude. trash can. That was another meme that I seen. It was like a trash can and then R2-D2. <laughs> and it said R2-D2, Star Wars characters before and then after. And he's like... <laughs> <I was like, laughs> After that Disney money. <laughs> if they paid you any money. Yes, sir. With Chewbacca, I'm a, I want to go back to the Chewbacca. The guy literally had the greatest friendship with one of the most sleaziest people I have ever seen. Han Solo has done the sketchiest things and has put them in the worst situations. And he has stayed loyal no matter what, life dead or not. He did not care. That was his best friend. R2-D2 has been in all of them. Yeah, plus C-3PO. C-3PO has been in all of them. Even though he was an asshole and wouldn't give up the information because it was written in Sith. Like, you, 
you have seven million You're languages. So dumb. <laughs> well, you can't say one of them because it's against your programming. What kind of dumb shit is that? Just tell me right now before I chop your head off. I'm sorry, I couldn't have been Ray. I'd have chopped his head off. Like, really? You ain't gonna tell me? Drown. There you go, asshole droid. Do what I told you to do. You have one job. <laughs> You're a translator. You're a translator. <laughs> do your damn job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. The Holland News and Rumors. We all got one. Everybody knows. CJ, do you want to do the honors? Oh, yes. And this Everybody knows. Everybody's excited. Everybody's Knights of the Old Republic will be remastered and dropped on PlayStation 5, PC, and then everything else later. Let's go. Oh, yes. It's happening. It's happening. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Hey, we're pumped for this. This is going to be epic. I cannot wait to see how it turns out. I know it's just a straight remake. But, oh man, it's just... Oh, it's man. Star Wars. We're suckers for the remake. <laughs> That's true. Oh man. I'm totally I'm fine. so excited. Totally fine. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that everyone's seen the little teaser trailer that was dropped. Those graphics. Oh boy. <laughs> See, I'm so excited. This, this I know we that I'm old. This. You guys make me feel old because uh, I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. I mean, I know about the game, but I don't have no idea. You I've never played the game. I don't play video games. Out. If Dude, I get, Malgus is like I have in my top. Sorry, I have an addictive personality. I get to playing video games. You guys won't see me for about <laughs> till I beat it, and it'll take forever <laughs> till I suck at video games. Well, Kyle is taking a vacation right now from Lightsaber Radio because he was stuck playing the Knights of the Old Republic for the very first time ever, and we'll see him in a year or so. Kyle is now a full-time Twitch streamer. He just plays yeah. the Old Republic. <laughs> but, like, Darth Malgus is, like, one of my, like, top five Sith. And it's just going to be so cool to see him again. Like, ah. Oh. Dude, that's still one of my favorite scenes ever on anything is when he flies, so when he flies the damn plane right in the front door. <laughs> He's just standing yeah. there in the, so and the ship just flies right through the front door to Jedi Temple. That's just dope as shit. Like, and that fight scene with him. Oh, my gosh. That's like one of my favorite things ever. I watch it every day. Like, oh, this is so dope. I would also like to draw everybody's attention to the fact that the... the bleh, Let me try again. I want to draw everyone's attention to the fact that the trailer for the Lego Star Wars Halloween special has dropped. And it looks yes. ridiculously fantastic. I am so excited. I have a feeling that it is going to be super, super duper fun. Yeah. I, like, watching that trailer, <laughs> I was just like, dude, this is going to be hilarious. Like, I can't wait to make some memes off of this. This is going to be great quality content yeah just like there's gonna be so many memes off of this it's a good day to be a star wars fan. it's a good um, time to be a star wars fan like all the stuff that is happening in star wars like there's so much stuff going on it's crazy like i get up every day excited like because i know i'm gonna see something new that has to do with star wars like every day something's happening in star wars it's just like oh my god this is happening or what the hell disney sucks or uh oh or a brand new hashtag that i am going to start that i need everybody to get on <laughs> hashtag palps for president it's P-A-L-P for the number president because we need a Go better support president. my granddad. Palps 2024. Palps 2024. Yep, we're getting that. It's coming. CJ, we've got some news. Tell us. Tell us. Star Wars Visions dropped a new poster. Really? Tell us. Know. What does it look like? What can we see? It's bright. It's very anime. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's very anime. That's, yeah. Thank it's you for that. That's, yeah, that, that, that is enough. Hard. That's all I need. It's it's hard to describe not being a big anime fan. Like I said, I have I've never really watched anime, so Visions will be the first time I ever do it. So yeah, it's hard how, to are we looking it. forward to this? I don't. I, I'm so I'm, excited. Anything Star Wars, I'm keen for. But watch party. Let's go. Right. Is it? Um, they already announced like it's not actual canon. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, not it's canon. not canon. Yes. Oh. Okay, then I can get behind that because my biggest thing is if they make something Star Wars that's supposed to be canon and they ruin the story, that ticks me off. But if this is just like not canon, then I can just appreciate it for what it is instead of like holding it to the same standard. Honestly, and I said this on a previous episode, I'm hoping that what they're doing is they're just kind of testing out the waters to see what type of response it has. And if it has good response, maybe getting one of these studios, one of these Japanese anime studios to like run a Star Wars something that maybe Dave has already written or written or wrote, however you say it, the script for, and it's just waiting for a good anime studio to do it, which I think like might be a, a strong possibility. I don't get it. Like, what's the purpose of this? There has to be something like Dave and John always have a uh, underlying meaning for everything. So to me, it just makes me think that that's what they might be trying to do. They might be trying to find a Japanese anime studio that they can hand off some really good Star Wars scripts and say, have fun. Like, make this, like, use the Japanese anime style and make some cool, different new Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm keen to see how it turns out. I don't know how I don't know I don't know what my expectations are to be honest. And we, I don't know if they're high or if they're go in with yeah. no expectations. That's no, what I'm that's, doing. I can't do that, Charlie. <laughs> I can't do that. Okay. Is that asking too much? Watched, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never watched anime, so I do you know me like. <laughs> Like I'm going in with no expectations, no no goals that I want to see met. I'm going in as like I'm watching Star Wars for the first time. You guys do but realize no that this is going to be more like samurai style. It's going to be more reflecting of samurais than it is going to be on Star Wars. You can tell by the trailer that this is going to be just some overall crazy, unnecessary, just something different type stuff. This is not going to be traditional Star Wars like we're used to watch, which is kind of a cool thing. It was kind of like the you know the sequel. Trilogy. It was like something that we really wasn't used to watching. It was just something new, and they said, "Here you go." That's kind of how it is. It's doesn't it come out like really soon? Comes out on the twenty second, which is like two weeks away, less than two oh, weeks away. Oh damn! I didn't realize it was that uh, close. Yeah, it's the twenty yep. second. So, like we said, we're gonna have a watch party of it when, when we start live streaming, which we're really pushing for the first week of October, and we're definitely gonna be on YouTube and Twitch. I'm trying to figure out some other things about some other platforms, but we'll definitely do a watch party because if they're like seven to 13 minutes long i think the longest one is 13 minutes and it's the ninth one. Oh wait really yeah they're they're real short they're just really short shorts. they're like they're kind of like oh. the disney droid shorts or the um rebel shorts and stuff right. like that they're just real little short like quick little run through and it's not no big huge thing it's going to be real short that's why they're dropping them all on the same day so we literally can maybe we should do that that's what we're going to do. Next episode, guys, everybody watch out because we're going to give you guys our prediction off of watching the trailer on what we think is going to happen on each one of the episodes. Let's do that. That'll be fun. I like that. Right. I'm stealing the spotlight for a minute. I have to talk about this. I have to. There have been some massive Hasbro drops over the last couple of days, and we are yep. finally, finally getting a Hasbro Force 
FX series Elite Ray Skywalker lightsaber as seen in the last five to ten minutes of the Rise Ray, of Skywalker. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? Ray who? Ray Skywalker. Ray Palpatine? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay. This is a huge upgrade for the Force Effects Elite lightsabers. We've got new battle clash effects, new light tip effects. It's also their first yellow blade lightsaber and the twist to ignite, which is a screen accurate like addition and oh it retails for about two hundred and sixty dollars oh. as of this precise moment in time, but I'll pay it. I'll pay, I'll pay it right now. <laughs> then you just spend like a grip of money on a lightsaber. Now you about to already buy another super dope lightsaber. You're gonna be like the lightsaber queen here in a minute. Under the bus you go. Yeah. Next. <laughs> okay. So we got Charlie wanting to buy the abandoned homeless fake Skywalker lightsaber. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Disgusting. What else do we got? I got something. Go. Okay. Terrible explanation. <laughs> lightsaber. Funko Pop Grogu balloon will fly at the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's go. Happy thanks, Grogu. That's dope. Hail Grogu. Um, that's really dope. <laughs> that's something we can all be thankful for. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's in any probably movie. the largest parade that there is. And I kind of just want to be there so I can shoot him. Because I think that would be cool to watch him pop and float down to the ground. <laughs> 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 there you go, Moff Gideon. I got you. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the only thing I had was um, there was a post on comic book Star Wars. I know I've been recording a lot of comic book stuff, but it just keeps popping up off of comicbooks.com. Star Wars, The Mandalorian production rumors. It might be closer to the end of 2022 for the premiere. I guess they're having some problems with the uh, production of it. So, yeah, it, it might be a little bit. Damn, this came out on September 10th. I'm behind. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit uh, late. And this isn't the only place. I've heard it, uh, this on several different places that they said that the production is mm. running a little bit late. So, it is a rumor, but I have a feeling, you know, a little bit of a gut feeling that they might be pushing something. Because it's just real funny that it's been on multiple different platforms about this. So, might be a little disappointing. Speaking of... Oh, I'm so sorry, Kyle. No, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> um, speaking of rumors, I've, I would like to dispel this. Um, I've seen this floating around on a couple of somewhat unreputable Star Wars news sites um, regarding a Ben Solo trilogy, which would essentially erase the sequel films and rewrite his stories. None of this is substantiated. Um, a lot of it is sources of my sources have told me that my sources have said... Um, Star Wars would not rewrite the entire canon just to make three more movies about Ben Solo. That's quite a, that's almost sort of a fantasist. That would be, yeah, I mean, there's, that would be there's really no be. proof. Exactly. There's really no there's, proof. It's like, it's like asking someone's name and she says her last name Skywalker when it's not. Like, that's not on her birth certificate. She's just how, saying that. So, I mean, I it's ever? like. Did you, did, you, did you miss? Did you miss oh, my yes. entire point about found family and the themes of like adoption? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. That popped in my head. <laughs> she was adopted by the um, kissing twins. It's okay. They had... It seems like Garrison is more muscle than brain. That's fine. <laughs> oh, speaking hey, hey. But you admit I have muscle. <laughs> let me say it. Let me say it. Garrison and I got really excited about this. 
Blender bottle. Yes. Are now being dropped. What'd you say about so some Garrison stuff? Garrison and I like to go to the gym a lot. I uh, none of you guys can see us, but <laughs> we got really excited. We're both lifting bros, and we yes. I'm gym already. Bros. I've already ordered it because it's already out. It's on its way. Uh, I'm really I'm excited. Uh, I is just made the purchase like five minutes ago. It's a shaker bottle of a storm trooper. So it's a, it's a shaker bottle. So they have like a little yeah, like ball inside that helps kind of mix up your protein. Yeah, I know what it if is. you take it like a protein shake or any kind of supplement. I thought y'all was talking about and so it just kind of helps or something. I say Star Wars got oh, no, steroids. No, no, no. That's dope. <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> lift like a Wookie. <laughs> Wookie gains. <laughs> Merchandising stuff that's being dropped. I got two more things to cover on the hyperspace props. Who I have met the owners. They were at a comic con here in Idaho. Beautiful people. They're great. They're great for the fandom. They are dropping a Fennec Shan hologram bounty night. That's dope. And oh, it looks amazing. If you get on their Instagram, it looks amazing. And it's not the only one they've made, but they just released this one. And I'm actually kind of excited because I wouldn't mind having a whole bounty hunter set up. And then the other thing is Disney drops new Grogu pajamas for females. That's all I've got. Time to let it all hang loose. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's everything. Wait a minute, wait Are you minute. guys ready for the quiz? Oh, hold up right quick. No. Let, let me, oh? let me, we have something else. Let me, we let have me something else. This. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I can okay, keep going yeah, for another 30 it, minutes. It, 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 Kyle, you can't, you can't tease us hey, like well, this. Hey, well, I thought it was something good. It just <laughs> popped up, but and, and I'm like looking at it, and it's not telling me anything. It's, I don't know what it is. It, it, it ain't important. I'll cut this out. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Then if we are done with news and rumors, I think it's time for Charlie's Impossible Quiz. Are you ready? I just started Have you sweating been revising? Really, really bad. You just started sweating. Brilliant. Have you guys been revising, reading up? Revising. Actually, I looked up a website that said Reviewing? the most obscure Star Wars questions ever, and I was like, dude, this ain't got shit on Charlie. Because Charlie's questions <laughs> are way harder than this. <laughs> like, I don't have the answers to this. I work hard for this segment. I also, I did some calculations for our listeners, and over the course of six episodes, I have asked 72 questions. Okay, everybody. Yep. Charlie is going to come out with a book at the end of first year of Lightsaber Radio. I'm going to help her. We're going to create a book. She's going to come out with it. Everybody go and buy it because it's going to be the hardest Star Wars questions in the freaking world ever. Can I write the foreword? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course you can. If you get Let's them, go. If you get them all right, <laughs> if you get them all right by the end of the book and send it in to us, we will give you a whole 10-minute spot on the podcast to just talk about <laughs> the impossible question. Talk about whatever you want. <laughs> Are we ready? Are we ready? Question ready. number one. What did Peter Cushing insist on wearing during his performance as Grand Moff Tarkin? Makeup. Hands up, CJ. Slippers. Yes. I knew that. His wow. boots. Hold on, hold on. His boots were too, uh, too small. They were tight on his feet. So anytime there was a recording where he wasn't like from head to toe, he was wearing slippers. You are absolutely correct. Fantastic. We're off what to kind of slippers we're to... were they? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't have. Oh, I stopped Charlie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. What was the working title for Return of the Jedi? Uh... The Princess Diary. CJ? The Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> no. That would have been a better An one. An interesting choice. Kyle? Um, the Dog's Wagging Tail. <laughs> 
See, now we're thinking like working titles. Garrison? Blue Moon. I'm going to give you the point. You're so close. It, it, it was Harvest. Blue Harvest. Yeah, Blue Harvest. Oh, Blue Harvest? Yeah. Yeah. I know that because the Family Guy movie is called that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, me, me and Kyle should split that one. No, I'm, you know, I'm genuinely, Garrison, I'm going to give you the point for that. That was so good. Yeah, the Blue Harvest. I, it was totally random. <laughs> <laughs> That made me feel good. Question number three: Who are Trooper Thirteen and the Janitor? Kyle, you said Trooper Thirteen and the Janitor. Yeah, the Janitor was a uh, clone ninety nine, and I don't know who Thirteen was. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Oh damn it, CJ. Ben? No. Uh, thirteen A. Garrison? I, dude, I, I <laughs> have no idea. So, Trooper Thirteen and the Janitor were the code names for Emperor Palpatine and Han Solo during the filming of The Rise of Skywalker. What? Whenever they who were spoken who? about on set, Trooper Thirteen was Palps, and the janitor was Han Solo because he came and cleaned up Ben's life by dying. Praise Palpatine! <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine 2024. <laughs> this one is for any film buffs among us. Um, which film character inspired Luke's dramatic character arc in The Last Jedi? Terrible movie, I wouldn't know the answer. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I can give you a clue. Okay, give me a clue. Dramatic. Seconds. Oh, dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. You said in The Last there Jedi? Right, yeah, the director is Francis Ford Coppola. Wow, that, that helped. <laughs> um... I want no, to say Raising Cane, any... the dude from Raising Cane, but that's not it. No, it was um, Marlon Brando's performance of Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. Uh, that's older uh, than all of us. Uh, that's older. <laughs> it's an iconic piece of cinema. Oh, this is a good one. Name all of Chewbacca's family members as seen in the iconic holiday special. Uh, There's three. I know his wife. Um, I can't remember what her name is. Uh, I know the dad. I think that's it. Uh, you get a point for each one. Oh, uh, his dad, his, his wife, his dad. Garrison. Is his dad Atichikuk or something? Yes. Atichikuk. Ah, there we go. Okay. If you've never seen this, the holiday special, I don't recommend it. <laughs> no, I don't either. But I've decided for Christmas, if we do a Christmas episode, we're going to watch the holiday special. Then we all have to get ugly Star Wars Christmas. Special. Yeah, we do have to get ugly Star Wars. I, I have a sweater saying Merry Sithmas. And Kyle, Star do you have any guesses? I just know it's his wife, his dad, and then... I want to say his son, but I don't remember none of their names. CJ? Yo, you got me. I don't know. <laughs> so there is um, Malatobuck or Mala, his wife. Uh, Chewie's father or the grandfather, which is uh, Itchy or Atitachuk. And uh, Lumpy, everybody's favorite terrifying Wookiee child. Uh, wasn't his mom in it too, but she didn't have a name or something? Yeah, I think so. Question number six. How many costumes does Padme wear across the prequel films? Oh, this is a good question. I'm going to take it. Um, I'm going to say around 30. Bear, Garrison? Uh, I don't think it's that many. I'd go like 18. Kyle? 24. Oh, I'm going to give the point to CJ. He's closest. The answer is 45. Holy See, I crap. Say, I was going to say 50, but I was like, that seems too much. 
However, if you include the Clone Wars, uh, like the animated, um, it goes up to about 61, I think. Thousands. Thousands, <laughs> yeah, every thousands. Every she had a different uh, costume also. <laughs> Bro, every yeah. scene she had a different <laughs> costume, I swear. Question number seven is tied to question number six. When we first see Queen Amidala in The Phantom Menace, her white face paint and red lips are certainly striking. What does that red stripe on her bottom lip signify? CJ? No, never mind. Kyle? Uh, some type of Japanese face art for when they was getting married. No, good guess. Garrison? Yeah, I, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Ever since Mulan. No. <laughs> Anybody, any, CJ, any guesses? No. Blood running so, out of her mouth because she used to be a vampire. So, is it like the, so the red line is representative of the red scar of remembrance, which signifies the suffering endured by the Naboo people before the great time of peace. Huh. It's why huh. you see it on every queen of Naboo. It, Question oh. number eight. Who did George Lucas originally want to voice Darth Vader? Oh, um, someone with a very different voice. I know that. Oh, far out. one. I'll give you a clue. The reason he wasn't chosen is because his voice is so distinctive. I just watched this on Empire Dream. And, oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> no. and I cannot think of his name right now. My brain is like, Bleh! Five, four, three, two, one. Orson Welles. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> okay. How? Ooh, question number nine. How many? actors auditioned for the part of young Anakin? Kyle? Five. No. CJ? Fifteen. No. Garrison? Fifty-two. No. Kyle? Three. No! What? You, One. you, this is insane. The CJ? Well, if my number's short, I'm gonna go like a hundred and Oh, no. Three thousand. Three thousand? Wow. Holy crap. George Lucas sat with three thousand people auditioning for young Anakin. I have a Hello, feeling boy. I discussed this. I discussed this with my partner earlier. It's like um when the Harry Potter casting was happening in the UK. I think these every mum with a little boy was like, Oh, you can be Anakin. <laughs> Nope. And suddenly, but yeah, 3,000. That's a lot. Question number 10. Which was the first Star Wars movie to not be rated PG? DJ? Benji the Sith? Yes. That's all I was going to say. Uh, because I, knew that, I yeah. gotta give Top, the uh, child jobs, playing DJ. scene kind of made it yes, a little bit more it was, more it was moved up to a PG-13 because the end scene was considered too scary for young children. I thought it was because the Anakin and um, Pal, um, Padme was laying in the bed together. Because when they were in the bed when he had the nightmare, I thought I it mean, was because oh, yeah. of that was the, the reason that they did it. Well... Well, I suck. I um, haven't even got one right today. Which Star Wars actor is banned from attending live events? Kyle? Harrison Ford. No, CJ. <laughs> Was your answer going to be Harrison Ford? <laughs> no, but that just made me laugh because I could see it. I could see it so much. He's probably on the list too, honestly. <laughs> Garrison? Um, I don't know his name. Isn't it the guy who used to, um, like, he was, like, in the Darth Vader suit? Yes, 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 you can have the point, yes. David Krause. Didn't know. You guys want to know why? Go ahead. I can tell you uh, multiple reasons why he's not allowed around that stuff. One, he did not like the fact that they changed his voice and threw a big dick. He was on the, he literally got on the radio and talked crap about George. Two, he didn't want a stuntman. He figured he could do all his own stunts and told George he was an idiot that he wouldn't allow him to and ended up throwing Palpatine over the edge anyway to show George Lucas that he could, which screwed up his back and gave him permanent back problems for the rest of his life. And then, three, uh, then... he has openly stated his dislike for Lucasfilm and their managers. 
<laughs> you guys, you guys have got four questions left to get through. Come on, Garrison is in the lead. You've got to make some points up. I'm in the lead. I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> on Endor, one of the Ewoks speaks to C-3PO. What real-life language is the Ewok speaking, and what does it translate to? Garrison? Is it Tagalog? Yes. Go away, Garrison. I don't know what he says. I don't know what he says, but I know it's Tagalog. You can have the point. If everyone would like the translation, it translates to that one's beautiful. Which is so sweet. Let's go. Do that right off my head, too. That was was impressive. You're you're doing like... How good is your grades going on right now? Because it seems like you're doing a whole lot of reading about Star Wars. You're knowing a lot of... Question number 13. How did R2-D2 get his name? He fell down some stairs, and it, that's what it sounded like. R2-D2. That's how he got <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any guesses? Um, Round one, second, droid to be picked. DJ? I'm assuming an electrical. Oh, you're in the right area, but in fact, uh, Lucas was editing American Graffiti at the time, and he asked his editing partner for Real 2, Dialogue 2, but shortened it to R2-D2, and he really liked how it sounded, and that became our favorite little trash can's name. I swear, I swear. I do love his name. I, I, I swear I shouldn't even watch Empire of Dreams, and all this is in Empire of Dreams, and every time you ask a question, I have no idea. My brain says, you know the answer, but you don't, idiot. <laughs> Okay, two more and then we're done, I swear. Question number 14. The famous cantina band are known for playing which style of music? Yes. CJ? Poker music. No. Kyle, you're so close. Blues. No. Um, <laughs> CJ? Yes? No. Um, Would you like to know? Yeah. Um, the, the genre of music the cantina band plays is jizz, and they are jizz whalers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm done. That is a, that is a, that is a verified. We got jizz on the show. We got jizz. (laughs) That is a verified Wikipedia fact. I am not bullshitting anybody. Jizz and jizz whaling. Because that's how it makes me feel when I listen to it. (laughs) 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 You need to change the title of that movie from a new hope to a no hope because that was wild. Oh, okay. Right, okay. I'm ending it on that because I'm saving that. That is, it's too good of an ending. I'm sorry. No wonder the cantina is full of wretched scum. Wretched scum and villainy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the things you learn in Charlie's Impossible Queen. Yeah, oh the blood God. from that guy's arm that Obi-Wan cut off isn't the only thing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this this took a really dark turn. You might have to cut that out. I'm putting that on Instagram. That's going on. Thank you. I'm here every Saturday. (laughs) Oh, oh, (laughs) to all dear, dear listeners. As it is 3 a.m. for me, I think it is time to say goodbye and farewell. And as always, tune in next week for more hijinks, mischief, and jizz. And from crew. <laughs> <laughs> from all of us here at Lightsaber Radio, be safe, be kind, and may the Force be with you always. <laughs> May the jazz be with you. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us at lightsaberradio at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. They're linked in the show notes below. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pick Film Media and is a Sway cast original, starring Charlie Harwood, Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Carl McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.